0: Was the night before Christmas And all through the ring Not a ghost was stirring Not even a banshee The plasma rifle set by the door with care In hopes that the reclaimer Would not soon be there The grunts were nestled All snug in their beds While visions of glassing danced in their heads When out in the distance There rose such a clatter I sprang from the brace From the base to see what was the matter. Away to the rocks, I sprang like a flash, raised my sword, and was ready to slash. When, what to my wondering eyes should appear, a tank, mongooses, and warthogs drew near. And out of the pelican, the last on the beach, stepped out the arbiter and master chief. They motioned, directed, and stormed with fury was nothing I could do but run in a hurry. My unit wiped out. They tried with all their might. Their last words the Reclaimer said, finish the fight. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. And let me just say this, Will, I feel like an asshole because uh, for those who are watching the VOD, I'm just gonna put this out there right now. For those who are watching the VOD, you're not gonna know what happened at the beginning of the episode because I forgot to hit record. So I apologize. It's on it's gonna be on the audio version, I promise. But that poem was courtesy of Will, aka I and Mr. Mayhem. So thank you, Will for writing that wonderful poem that I botched (laughs) midway through. So all um, good,
1: man. No, it was a lot of fun. Um, it just idea popped in my head and I ran with it. So,
0: and it was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. Um, guys, this is episode 158 for the week of December 20th, 2020. My name is Josh, AKA JK fire. And this week I'm joined by, of course, who we already gave an introduction to, but needs (laughs) another one. Absolutely. Will AKA I am Mr. Mayhem, the writer of that fantastic poem again, at the beginning of the episode, You'll hear it in the audio version if you <laughs> if you missed it. I'm sorry. Um But Will, how are you doing on this uh Sunday afternoon, technically speaking?
1: Oh, I'm good, man. I'm good. How about yourself?
0: How are you doing? I, I am doing well as well. Uh short work week this week because for those who celebrate, it is uh Christmas is taking place um towards the end of this week. And we got the holidays booming. Um so yeah, I'm just It may not, it may not look a lot like Christmas outside because there's no snow, but it's fucking cold and I got lights behind me. You got lights behind you and it's going to be a great time. Ladies and gentlemen in the chat, welcome. What's up, Justin, goalie sniper. What's up, Maddie. And what's up shot. Hope you guys are having a great Sunday afternoon. Um, Will, we got a lot to talk about today. Do you want to know what's coming up on this week's episode of the show?
1: Yes, please. Let us know what we got.
0: It's finally here. The end of the year HCS update from Tashi. We're going to kick off basically the show with that. We have tournament announcements, tournament uh, and league recaps, um, of which, Will, I'm going to ask a favor, if you don't mind, because I literally am just remembering that I forgot to put it in the show notes. Do you mind if I go through the Halo Draft League recap? Oh, go for it. Okay, because I, I'll have I'll have a, a tab open with that so we can go through that. What's up, Mr. Davey Havoc? Yo! Welcome to the live show. Also, apologize if, if my camera's glitching every now and again. I think it's the USB connection. I'll look into it later. But if you're listening to the audio version, you don't give a shit. But If you're, li- if you're watching the VOD or whatever, it, it might go green every once in a while, so I apologize. But we have turning off the old Halo lights. We have an MCC development retrospective, a Halo retrospective in general, Cyberpunk publishers fucked up, new CDL format announced, and we have video games to end the show off. But before we get into any of that, we got to start with, of course, the competitive news. Will, I thought this was kind of funny. So the first thing I have here is Enable stokes the fire. This is by Enable. Um, yeah,
1: this is this is good. <laughs> yes.
0: So Enable tweeted out and says, yo, Nate shot. I thought of a better idea. 1v1, Halo 3 Guardian, with Courage JD casting it. If I win, you wrap my car 100 Thieves themed. If you win, I'll be your personal assistant for a week. And then there was a little bit of banter back and forth. But, if Will, if we were to put predictions down right now on who would win this, because, actually, you know what? Give me a second, because I do want to bring up this tweet real quick, because I thought this was actually really fucking funny. Um... Yeah. So Nate shot replied with, "How many kills do I get for my handicap? I'm five years into retirement. You're still fresh." And then Enable said, eight seems fair." Oh, eight. So it's to twenty five, right? It's it might be to fifteen. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think one v ones typically go to fifteen. I could be wrong, but I think that's what it is. Maybe.
1: Maybe I'm thinking of doubles. Uh, yeah.
0: So if you, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. were to put so, predictions down right now, who are you taking? You taking an enable or nade shot?
1: I mean, at that point, nade shot's just got to go for like the, the scrappy kills, right? Like the. Are you getting uh, a phone call right now? Am I getting a phone call? No.
0: What's vibrating?
1: There we go. So- <laughs> i thought you were talking like discord call no, or something. no 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 i
0: was like literally your desk was vibrating <laughs> what's up Dave? oh well that's the, fun what's up um, Dave? the sword of saying one of them is here and then shot says 1v1 is 15 okay so perfect so yeah, it's yeah. 15.
1: um i think i still take enable
0: <laughs> yep absolutely take enable enables the that's the, there's no other yeah you don't need if i'm throwing now, money so.
1: down it's on enable even with the eight Perfect. kill handicap.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's enable. enable wins that hands down. Um, Justin said he honestly looked over at his phone. Oh, awesome. <laughs> but I, I looked at mine too in the quarter by. I'm like, is that me? I'm like, yeah, so.
1: I'm just, I'm just messing with you guys over here. <laughs> clearly,
0: clearly what's up. Davey says I can finally enjoy the show again. Yeah. Well, fuck. Yeah, dude. Also, I want to show this off real quick. So if you guys have Walmart's, the Wally worlds, as we call it every now and again, over in your parts of town. You may stumble across this hidden gem of a coffee mug. This Master Chief Helmet coffee it's mug. So ridiculous. You may, you may stumble across such wonder and amazement. So just know that it's there. They also have a color-changing Halo Infinite mug that looks like absolute horseshit. But, I mean, this looked pretty cool, so I bought one of these.
1: Is it awkward to drink out of?
0: Oh, yeah. For <laughs> sure. Like I would never recommend somebody buy this to actually use. I just thought it'd be funny to use on the show this week. It's not that bad, but it's it's also not great either. So there's, there's that.
1: Sure, sure.
0: All right, Will. Oh, Shot says, I saw it at the Bougie Target. The Target Boutique, as some may call it as well. That's fantastic. Will, the big one. Here we go. The HCS update. This is by Tashi. All right. He said that we would more than likely get an update before the end of the year. It's here. We got it. Also, I'm going to pimp this out at the end of the show as well, but Tashi was also on the most recent ex- episode of On My Ex, um, so that'll be in the community creations of the show. Go, exclamation point, show notes, and chat. You can go and check that out, too. But let's go through what was stated in the article. Here we go. Little did we know back in February that DreamHack Anaheim would be the last time this year that we would all get to see each other. If you add the news of Halo Infinite's delay on top of it all, this was a tough year overall for the Halo esports community and particularly for our competitors. We were all looking forward to another Halo game to learn and master this year, but more importantly, many of you were planning your lives around the release of the game. Whether you were forming your roster, talking to team organizations about sponsorship, taking time off of work and school, and more... We don't take the pain we don't take the pain this delay has caused lightly. Thank you for dedicating yourselves to this game in esport. We'll be adding more tournaments in the beginning of 2021, and while we know this doesn't fill the gap entirely, we hope you enjoy competing on a weekly basis. Okay, so there's part number one. There will be weekly tournaments making a return in 2021 at some time. Continuing on with the article. We've been feeling gutted with all that's happened as well. Earlier this year, we placed holds on venues where we wanted to have the very first Halo Infinite event, we were going to hold the Halo World Championship, and more in between. With COVID-19 hitting, we were forced to shift our plans and move most of the upcoming season to online, and even then, there was uncertainty around if maybe the entire season would have to be played online. As time went on, we then had to change our plans once again due to the game's delay, and we're of course still in the middle of doing that. While Halo Infinite's development continued... We kicked off the MCC and Halo 5 Pro Series tournaments for amateur and pro players alike. Thank you to everyone around the world who has signed up and competed in these tournaments. For me, it's been amazing to see the new faces break into the top 8 for both MCC and Halo 5, and it's been great to get feedback on this new format that we experimented with. We also want to recognize that there have been bumps in operation along the way, and we've been working closely with Faceit to take in this feedback, add more resources and to administration crew, and to, and add in new processes to ensure things were. Excuse me, run more smoothly. We definitely feel we have made strong progress here, and in early 2021, we will bring more tournaments to you, with face it targeting double elimination as well, so that you've got more to compete in. Okay, so breaking that down a little bit here, they had plans for another world championship, so that was more than likely in that 12-month roadmap, which has been talked about consistently. We haven't seen the roadmap yet. We'll get to that in a second. But a world championship was planned. Um... Looks like Face is going to be their partner moving forward as well for the 2021 weekly tournaments is what it sounds like. And looks like we might be finally getting double ELIM. My problem, like this isn't, I'm just giving my opinion right now. The double ELIM could be an issue depending upon region and time that the tournament is set at. We've had these problems before, Will. You can remember this as well, is that depending upon the region that these players are in and the time that these tournaments have taken place. Yes, players want double ELIM, but it can be a huge struggle even for single ELIM depending upon the time frame that the tournament is set out within the region. So hopefully those kinks get figured out as well and everything can run smoothly across the board. Back to the article. There's a lot to be excited about for 2021, so let's shift our focus on what's to come. First and foremost, the delay of the game and COVID-19 has not wavered our intentions around Halo Esports. We still plan to relaunch the HCS with the release of Halo Infinite on a global scale with a full 12-month roadmap laid out ahead of the game's release, which will all culminate in the Halo World Championship with a minimum prize pool of $1 million for that event alone. If you remember in 2018, during the final year of Halo 5, we made massive changes to the program with a much stronger focus on format and quality. That's the place we're picking up and evolving from, but obviously taking a lot of our learnings over the last couple of years forward. So there you go. Here's some of what you can look forward to in 2021. Teams. In our five-year anniversary update in 2019, we touched briefly on how we're thinking about a relationship with team organizations. In the early days of HCS, we didn't have a close relationship with all the teams. For the last couple of years, however, we've been prioritizing our relationships with teams as a great deal. We've proactively reached out to them, set up phone calls, and met in person as well. At the beginning of this new process, our goals were mainly to learn more about how they ran their business, how they decided which games they wanted to participate in, etc. As we built out the plans for Halo, we not only kept teams in mind, but we also kept them in the loop to get regular feedback on what we're putting together. After what's really been a multi-year effort, we've put together a team partnership program that Halo has never had before. I'll leave it at that for now as we've got some more details to lock in before we reveal it all. We can't wait to share more. Well, that's that sounds great from the offset. It sounds like they're taking a lot of feedback into consideration. They are talking to a lot of organizations. And now it sounds as though, based off what he's saying, is that we they have a dedicated team in place for this. So, awesome. Flighting. In case you missed it, last week we confirmed that insider flighting for Halo Infinite would indeed be coming in 2021. This means that Halo Insiders will finally get to go hands-on with Halo Infinite's multiplayer ahead of release, including a taste of what competitors can expect. Of course, it will still be a work in progress at that point, but we absolutely cannot wait for you to play. So, uh, Justin says, would love to see team codings? Absolutely, and based off what they've talked about with the coding system already and how easy it is to make new ones without causing massive updates to the game and whatnot. I would imagine this is just speculation. And will, if you have a different idea, let it like, let us know. My thought process is when the full HCS, like the, the revamped HCS gets announced and you have all the organizations out there and whatnot, something tells me we're going to have a CDL type situation where there will be team packs for every team on release is what that sounds to me is going to be like. That's just pure speculation, but that's that. And then Justin says, if I can buy a pistol that says Ola on it, I'd give them my money. Will, do you have any thoughts around that? Anything else you'd like to add?
1: No, I'm, I'm in agreement with you there that we might have a CDL like situation where you have packs for different teams. You get the, um, you know, the coding, the weapon skin, and, um, yeah, if we, if they do expand to players like that, you know, like we, they had where, um, you could have your favorite player's signature on the side of your gun. That would be really cool.
0: Would be really cool.
1: I would say that with, uh, the way it's not a league. So like the players aren't tied to the league, it might be hard to do that because then you, know, you can't compensate the players for their signature sure, or anything like that. Sure. But yeah, it would be cool.
0: Um, and then the, the next point I want to hit on here is that he states, this means that Halo Insiders will finally get to go hands-on with with Halo Infinite's multiplayer ahead of release, including a taste of what competitors can expect. So I don't want to dive too deep into this because I don't think, we haven't seen it, right? And we don't know what the settings are going to be like and whatnot. What we do know is is that they have said time in, time out that the the amount of um it's the word I'm looking for here. Oh my god, why am I blanking out on this? Like with the slip space engine and whatnot. How they're talking about they can make fast they can make improvements much faster than they would be than they were able to before. Tweaking. There we go. I'll take that, Justin. Thank you. We know or at least we've, we've come to believe that settings can be tweaked more easily, right? From that one sentence, again, not trying to dive too deep into this, but maybe what he means by this is literally just getting a taste of multiplayer. And this is what everybody's going to feel. And this is what, like, this is what the base game feels like. So this is obviously what competitors are going to see anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily what those now HCS settings are going to be. I just don't know. Again, I'm not trying to dive too deep into it. I don't think there's any hidden meaning there, but who knows? Is there anything you're thinking about, Will?
1: Um, I guess when you say with, uh, I lost the line here.
0: It's in the flighting. Uh, It's the second sentence in the flighting paragraph.
1: Including. I honestly think this means there will be, like, a quick play and a, like, ranked playlist. You think in the so? Flight.
0: That'd be awesome. Because there's going
1: to be, there's, it's, they have to start somewhere. They do. And I think that flighting a competitive playlist is better than just dropping it on release. Agreed. So I I honestly, I know a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want eight, I don't want three, four, three to choose my competitive settings. But I think this is, it would be a good start to at least have it in the flight so that they can get feedback on what works and what doesn't.
0: Right. Uh, Justin says, it's one of those things where I think base game and base competitive will be the same settings until competitive builds what they want. So we talked about that a lot. Justin, you probably remember as well. We talked about that a lot on the show, like weeks and weeks past, right? So I guess I kind of want to ask this again. Is this something where the HCS team right or the like the pro team at 343 industries makes their own settings and that's what it is or are we taking pro players considerations into account and actually acting upon them more quickly because we we know that they didn't get acted upon quickly at all in halo 5 yeah and even when they did get acted upon like 343 I'm not, I don't want to call names out because I don't know whose decision this actually was. So I'm just going to put a blanket on and say three, four, three decided like with radar, right? Pros wanted it gone. Three, four, three is like, no, we're not going to get rid of it. But instead here's it tweaked a little bit. So it's still there, but it's not, it's not as powerful. So uh, Justin says, can you make big changes mid season though?
1: I'm going to say yes. You think so? Look at what the CDL did. They nerfed the MP5 into the ground almost and mid just like the day before the a little bit.
0: Yeah. And
1: you know, players, but people were fucking
0: people were okay. J- uh, just yeah, people, were aside, mad. people were mad. Like players were, if I was a competitive player, if I was a professional player and that's in that instance, right. There's, there's a different, like, this is gonna sound so stupid, Will, but just bear with me for a second. Like the NFL, the NFL, the NHL, the MLB, they don't change rules right before the World Series or the Super Bowl and be like, "Yeah, fuck you, relearn your position, bitch." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you don't have to relearn it. Like, but I mean, well, if you ta- I- if you nerf one of the best, this I'm just I'm just saying what I'm saying here. If they nerf one of the best SMGs in the game, right, and your role as an SMG player and you didn't typically play with other SMGs that were in the game. Yeah. You're not going to be put at a huge detriment, but like that was your shit. You knew that shit. Now you change your shit a little bit, not a lot, just a little bit, you know,
1: with halo and the changes that would be made to halo. I don't think it would be that detrimental to make a change mid season. Um, yeah, I get it before the grand final. Sure. But, um, that, you know, that's that's something, but uh, like they're gonna have to figure out a good balance. We don't know what Halo Infinite is gonna include from what I can speculate. Is there just gonna be ground pickups like the grappling hook? Hopefully, active camo and overshield are back because that's been a staple. We saw um,
0: we saw in that multiplayer map, uh, in engine render, I'm gonna put that asterisk there in engine render that active camo was on that map and it was a pickup. Yes. So, yep. so, I did see that.
1: Um, but if if something's not working, if you need to get rid of, or you need to add rockets to a map to be able to counterbalance something, they should be able to do that pretty easily. Or if easily. something's,
0: like, completely broken, and they need to change something like that, too.
1: Yeah, that yeah. They, that's what they've been touting, is that this engine is able to make these quick changes. Yeah. Um, And... Yes, uh... You know, mid-tournament, no. But the way this is laid out is that they should be able to, you know, go through a tournament, realize something's wrong, and fix it by the next tournament. And these players, look, eSports players, streamers, I've seen it happen. The update comes out for Warzone. And by the, you know, they're they're online trying to find out what the next good gun is. And they do within a day. And it's up on YouTube True. on how to build that gun. Very true. Like, I think... You got to give these guys credits that they know the the game so well that even if a nerf or whatever does happen, they'll be able to adjust super easy and get back in it.
0: Very true. Um Yeah, I I could see it happening. It's just so Justin says most rule changes in sports are voted on in the off season, but esports is a whole other beast. That I think changing weapon balances might be necessary. So going based off what you were saying, Will. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could see it happen. And like you said, Will, it's it's probably not going to be that big of a deal considering the, the environment that it's in, you know? Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Events. With the delay of the game until fall 2021... Our ambition is that we'll be able to host the entire season with live open events as originally envisioned. Of course, this is just an ambition at the moment, and we still need to see how many events are of the coming months unfold with regards to COVID-19. The health and safety of fans, players, and staff is still the number one priority, and this will always be the number one priority. We will, of course, follow the guidance and consult with the global Microsoft security and events team in this whole process, too. We've really missed you all. Seriously. So, pending what happens with the pandemic, live events may or may not happen. And then finally, monthly updates. Transparency, transparency, transparency. You want it, we need to deliver it. With COVID-19's impact and the delay of the game, we had to make a shift in our plans multiple times. Starting in January, we're going to be kicking off a new monthly blog series called, quote, designing the Halo Esports ecosystem, end quote. Each month, we will dive into a particular piece of what our vision for Halo Esports is. Over the course of the year and leading up to the release of the game, our goal is to paint a clear picture so you know what we're doing and why we're doing it. Awesome. That's... If this comes out, and this is exactly what we're looking for as it sounds like it is, that's high praise. Absolutely high praise. It's, we talked about it consistently is that it may feel like too little too late. We say that all the time and whatnot. And you know, a lot of the community is just pissed off about everything anyway, no matter what happens, what good happens. But this sounds awesome. I think more transparency is great. um, As long as it aligns for what you're trying to do with the organization. So looking forward to it. And uh, Tashi, if you ever listen to this, let let me just say that thank you for doing everything that you and the team do. And I know we've thrown shade before, but this is this all sounds fantastic, and it's great to get a more insider look into what's going on, especially during this especially during this pandemic time where. Nobody knows what the fuck is going on and we can only speculate and then speculation turns into disappointment and anger, just the shit that you see on the internet all the time, right? And obviously there's there's a lot of good folks on there too that are trying to spread positive messages as well. But getting this information directly from the source, this is fantastic. Thank you very much. And very much looking forward to that first designing the Halo Esports ecosystem blog post next month. Will, is there anything else you want to add before we move on? Nope. All right. That's it for the competitive news. It's time for your upcoming service of the week presented by NoobCombo.com! Check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo Wii Sports needs. Except merch. Yet. On Sunday, December 20th, that's today. As a matter of fact, we have the SWAT Nation SWAT Miss V3, the Pen Halo G4C, or Gamers for Christ, I believe is what it is, Bless Fest, and the Esports Arena Halo 5 4v4 to round out the day. And then on Sunday, 20, uh, December 27th, so next Sunday, we have the Lux Squad Gaming Halo 5 Free-for-All SWAT 6.0. Holy hot damn. So go ahead and check all those out. The links are provided in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show! Exclamation point! Show notes in chat, or of course you can go to newcombo.com for all your Halo Wii sports needs. And that's it for your upcoming turns for the week, presented by NoobCombo.com. And Will, I removed it from the show notes, but what do we got next? Roster Mania. There's no
1: roster mania this week. <laughs>
0: That's why it's not in the show notes. I, I kind of, you know, I woke up this morning. I came down here and i was starting to, uh, my, my morning was thrown off a little bit because Natana did not have a good night last night. So woke up this morning, got the kid. We were hanging out, just chilling. And then time was winding down and I'm like, Oh fuck. Got to get notes done. And then I, I was, yeah, it was just a hodgepodge as because of what we're seeing here. Um, Oh, I forgot to say, see, this is how fucking, Oh my God. Hold on. Let's take a step back, you know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on right Hold now. Hold on. I've tried to bring up the website, but it's fucking, it's fucking slow. Will, what do you got planned for the rest of the day today?
1: <laughs> uh, I have no idea. Might have to run a couple errands and then probably play some more video games.
0: Are you going to play more cyberpunk, perhaps? Possibly. That's that sounds like a pretty great idea. I'm probably gonna do the same thing. Uh, Dave I'm excited says to talk raids. about it later. <laughs> Dave says raids.
1: All right, Destiny raids.
0: Destiny.
1: Josh, you still need to do a raid.
0: I I do still need to do a raid. But will you know what? We're gonna go back in time. You know why we're gonna go back in time?
1: Because we missed something, didn't we? We're
0: going back to the upcoming turns of the week presented by NoobCombo.com again. Your Halo Draft League weekly matches. See, this is why we need to go back in time. Are on Wednesday, December 23rd. We have Aim High going up against Fire Team Onyx, Army of Two against Average Joe's Gym, Grit versus Last Place, Rubber Bands versus Rectum, and Outlaws against Optimistic. And then on Saturday, December 26th, we have Aim High going up against Last Place, Army of Two versus Rectum, Grit versus Rubber Bands, Fireteam Onyx versus Optimistic, and Outlaws versus Average Joe's Gyms. And that's the last week of the regular season, as a matter of fact. So there you go. And that actually is it. For upcoming Tours of the Week presented by Noob Kaka! Noob Kaka! Noob Ka-ka! For all Halo Sports needs, not means it's time for the Tournament League recaps of the week because we already did Roster Media, which doesn't exist. So here we are. and Therefore, let's go through the Halo Draft League weekly matches that actually completed. We had last place going up against Average Joe's Gym, where last place took it 3-1. And then I don't know what the fuck happened here, but Army of Two went up against Optimistic, and Optimistic won 1-0. So maybe it was a forfeit. Yeah. Grit faced off against Aim High. Grit won 3-0. Rectum faced off against Fireteam Onyx, and 3-0 going to... Rectum. Then we have Army of Two against the Outlaws, and I think this might have been another forfeit situation because the Outlaws won 1-0. And finally, Grit went up against Fire Team Onyx, and it was another 3-0 going to Grit. Will. Yes, sir. Take it away.
1: All right, we'll go through Tourney Times Winter Snipe Festival. It was a Halo 5 3v3. Why is my document moving? Because I'm uh, changing
0: it. I'm cha- Go ahead. You're
1: good. Oh gotcha. Go yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. On In the fourth fly. place we had 99. It was Avenue Suppress and Di- Yeah, Diagram. And third was Blood Boilers. Taking home $170. Stress, article, and complexion. And second, we had Pythagorean Theorem. Sure. It's a good math question young gu- right there. Yeah, young Guns, Dallas Knights, and Requiem. Taking home 255 bucks. And in first place, we had Mask on. It was Renegade, Falcated, and Bound. Taking home uh, 420
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love how you had a fucking... Come on, man. <laughs> I don't blame you, though. It's pretty good.
1: All right. <laughs> <our laughs> esports Arena Halo 5 4v4. In fourth place, we had Falling Pioneers. It's Snipe, SoulSnipe, Septify, and Tolik. Third, we had Elevate, uh, Carmea, Noises, Simply Fear Me, and Goldstar BR. It took home $100. bucks. 2nd we had Alleyways. It was a Frosty Trippy Suppressed and Bubadubu, taking home 300 and first, we have the Pittsburgh Knights So drift-tapping buttons and Pool God taking home $600.
0: Well fucking done, boys. <laughs> That's fucking Very nice, sick. yeah. Cool to see them. That is awesome.
1: All right, next tournament. And the last one we have for you, it was the Hydro Gaming Female Halo 5 4v4 Tournament. In fourth place, we had Divine Mermaids, which was Divine Damsel, Grandipus, Mesmerized, and a Pink. In third, we had Airborne Darlings. This was uh, Darling Disaster, Phoebe Rocks, Airborne Vanessa, and I, it Took home 50 bucks. In second was Passion Queens. It was Queen, obviously Queen, Janelle, and Minx. The Queens United.
0: They did. They actually did. How cool is <laughs> oh that? God. Oh, that's fucking awesome.
1: That must have been like, if you're calling out on the other team, like, Queen over here, like, which, which one? one? <laughs> uh, 100 bucks to them. In first place went to Grand Nugget. It was Veronica, Dreamy Dream, Command Station, and Miss Audie taking home 200 bucks. So, God, there you go. that's fucking funny. That is, that is, that's pretty good. The Queen team. And that does it for your Tournament League Recaps of the Week. Josh. Presented by NoobCombo. Just kidding.
0: <laughs> yes, Will.
1: Is everything just presented by NoobCombo.com now?
0: Welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo hey sports Podcast, presented by Noobcombo.com. Oh. Alright. <laughs> what do we got next, Josh? We should you know it would be really funny? We should what? have literally just worn our noob combo shirts today. Like just both of us. That'd be the funniest fucking thing oh man hey maddie you want to sponsor the show bitch all right <laughs> time for some regular news oh my god okay so i was gonna title this something different based off of will what you've said in the past but i'm gonna say that the end because sticker doodle did not say what i was gonna say that you've already said Yes. Okay. You know yes. You know what I'm about yes, to Yes, I know exactly you where you're what going I'm with about this. To say. So, <laughs> so I have this listed as play the game. This is by Snickerdoodle. So Snickerdoodle went out and she said on Twitter. So I know y'all want the SR-152 reward, but our enforcement team would like to remind you all that you should be actively playing your Halo games. The uptick in people idling has been noticed. So as Will would say... Shut the fuck up. Quit your bitching. Play the game.
1: <laughs> I don't even remember where that came from, but I said that once. It
0: was so, that was like top tier. I would say top three moments of the show's history right there. <laughs> by far. We don't get well, Will rants very often. I think that was a Will rant moment. Probably. Probably. Oh God. uh Justin says, Will, that hat is dope, by the way.
1: Well, thanks. Josh got it for me. It is. It's embroidered and don't mind my messy hair, but it's got my, uh, my name on the back. It
0: does. It does. Those were, those were testers. They were. And uh, there's a reason why we haven't released hats because <laughs> those were just tests. Um, no, the, the problem is, is that the logo was too small. Um, and like, preferably I want it obviously bigger so you can actually make out what it says. Uh, we're looking into other options as well, but again, those were just testers. Next news story, new MCC multiplayer maps? Kinda. This is my Halo. So, on Halo on Twitter, they state, Nine community-created maps from Forge Hub's recent contest are now available in the Community Forge test playlist on MCC. Jump in today, get the December update installed, and take advantage of double Metal XP during the holidays. So you know what? I think we might do a little bit of that on the community playdate this week because I'll I should actually be there. So sorry about that. Um but yeah, I think we might jump into that. We'll see what those maps are all about. Next news story sunsetting Halo Xbox 360 game services in 2021. This is by 343. Here at 343 Industries, our teams are wholly focused on the future of Halo. From significant updates and improvements to MCC and the move to PC to the future of the franchise with Halo Infinite, we're working to deliver great experiences for years to come. The future looks very bright for Halo fans and we're incredibly excited about the opportunities that lie ahead. To date, we have juggled future-facing work and priorities with continued upkeep of Halo's Xbox 360 legacy services. Maintaining these legacy services today requires significant time and resources which directly impact the studio's ability to support current and future projects like Halo The Master Chief Collection and Halo Infinite. Meanwhile, the month-over-month usage of these legacy 360 game services continues to dwindle creating an even greater imbalance between the time and work required to maintain versus the net impact to the overall Halo community. That's not to say we don't value and care about everyone who plays Halo. We absolutely do. But, as with any business, our teams must continually weigh needs against available resources, time, people, expertise, etc., and prioritize, and prioritize on areas and opportunities that yield the greatest impact. Do you need me for anything? Grab the... Okay, this is going to be a complete derailment for a second here. Grab, the, grab his present, and then here. Take that. Take that. And then the okay, and then, Write her okay. one. Yep, okay. and then get the present for him. Okay. Give it all to her. Okay. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> complete derailment of the show. I apologize. My sister's here to pick something up. So... Back to the article. Holy shit. As this game continue to age and as improved modern replacements for many of these exper- uh, experiences have moved to the forefront, less and less people are investing time in the original legacy titles. Digital sales have greatly slowed and physical sales of these legacy 360 titles were halted back in 2018. Every cycle spent maintaining and supporting Xbox 360 legacy services is time and energy not spent on the future of Halo. To that end... Today, we're announcing our intention to sunset our Halo Xbox 360 Legacy services to fully focus on the future of the franchise. In approximately one year, December 2021, online services for Legacy 360 titles will be discontinued. Owners of these titles will still be able to play these games indefinitely. However, certain online features and experiences, particularly online matchmaking, will be limited or disabled. We're intentionally moving slowly and deliberately with a, full, with a multi-phase approach to provide our players with plenty of advance notice. So phase one is is, uh, last year. Where they did the migration of everything file share related. Justin says, so we're all going back for that last day, right? Uh,
1: I I do still have my 360 in storage.
0: (laughs) You can always play backwards compatible too. You don't need to have the 360. Like you can just literally pop in H3 or whatever.
1: I mean, I only have H4 on disk. Copy.
0: (laughs) So... I remember, so Dave is mentioning, uh, right, Dave is mentioning what happened with the Halo 2 situation where people just left their consoles on the whole time until they until they were forced out. Sure. Which, which was a long time. Um, phase 2, December 2020. We are here. Initial notification to players. Digital sales of 360 titles will be halted. An Xbox 360 DLC... Can still be acquired at no cost. Phase 3 is 2021. Continued messaging and reminders throughout the year. And then Phase 4 is December 21. TBD. No sooner than one year from the date of today's blog. Xbox 360 legacy services are turned off for Halo titles. So. Just to put this out there. Because this is really what the the people are going to fucking care about. What's being turned off. Matchmaking for Halo Reach, Halo 4, Halo 3, and Halo 3 ODST is turned off. Being turned off. Straight up. File share for those four titles are being turned off as well. Straight up. Halo Spartan Assault and Halo Wars, the originals, they're staying online. Can you always access the DLC? Yes. Yes. If you have it installed, yes. I mean, if you have it purchased, yes, because you can always just re-download it too. But yes. Your service record for Halo Reach and Halo 4 are being turned off. Challenges for Reach and Halo 4 are being turned off. Again, these are original 360 titles. Player customization for Halo Reach and Halo 4 are being turned off. And Movie of the Day for Halo Reach is being turned off. And then the extras for Halo 3 ODST is being turned off. So there you go. Player customization in Halo 3 and ODST and service record for Halo 3 and ODST are still being on during that time frame. But, again, Google Doc of the show to the show, exclamation point show notes in chat. We have the picture there. You can see everything there. You can also go to the blog itself and see the whole thing. MCC Development Retrospective. December 2020. This is by Postum's. State of the game with Farns. So this is a giant fucking article. Go read the whole thing. Okay? I'm not going to do that. Duh. But I am going to talk about what is more than likely the more important things for this show. Okay? So the state of the game with Farns. Seasons. Not a hard one to guess, but more seasons are coming next year and are planned to be on a regular two-month cadence starting with season five. The current plan will take us to season 10 and from then we'll determine if more will come. Okay. So there may or may not be another season after season 10 mods. I feel like we've been talking lightly about mods forever with little to no real information, but that's, that is about to change. Mod support will be the main focus for our teams and partners going into and throughout next year. What does this mean? What games? What about tool support? When can I get my hands on this? We'll be going more in-depth on what exactly mod support means for MCC next year, but the goal with this line of work is to empower the community to continue to support MCC for as long as there is a desire to. And yes, that does include tools. The EULA is complete, and we'll begin sharing more information about our plans to release this publicly prior to the first set of mod work releasing next year. Forge. New Forge items, you say? Quality of Life and Bug Fixes. We'll continue to have a team dedicated to fixing as many bugs as we can. This does include fixing legacy issues where we can, and yes, we will be prioritizing performance issues across the board. Global features and development status, actively in development. View model adjustments for all games, on track for early 2021. Actually, we'll just go through... uh, Yeah, I'm just going to go through them. Steam account linking, early 2021. In-game FPS cap and adjustments, more options in 2021. PC file share, early 2021. Additional video settings and options, more coming in 2021. Custom game browser, early 2021. Double keybinds for all games, early 2021. Per-game audio options, early 2021. In flighting, and then bring PC features to console like FOV sliders. We'll, can, we'll communicate more on this next year. No hard timeline for, uh, for when these features could be making their way to c- the console. Even though, again, if you have a Series X or S, the FOV sliders there. Only if you're playing at 60 FPS. I need to make that point clear because other people have not. If you were, if you have a variable refri- refresh rate or higher refresh rate monitor or TV that can output up to 120 FPS, if you have your game set at 120 FPS, you cannot use your FOV slider on the Series XRS. You need to have it set at 60. Okay? There you go. In design iteration... Additional mod support, additional accessibility support, HDR support on PC, new season content, which has been added, new Forge items, which have been added, all the super secret features I'm not ready to talk about just yet, which have been added. And then in the backlog pending further discussions, idle system improvements and split screen on PC, which I'm still kind of upset about that that's not there yet, but whatever. And then finally, community commitments in 2021. Although we aren't sharing all the new and cool things, we, uh, we have planned in 2021 with content for MCC. We can say a little bit about our communication play, playbook and what sort of content we expect to share next year. These long-form development blogs with in-depth breakdowns are going to be scaled back a little bit to happen less frequently. This is because we'll be working on game updates only and core development to bring new, game P, uh, new games PC as part of MCC is no longer a thing. There you go. The final regular Halo news story is Happy Halo Days 2020. Bye. Unishek. Ah, fuck yeah! So, again, read the whole article. There's more in there. It's a lot more in there. I'm going to go through the Halo Five Guardians calendar because that's the only shit that really matters to us right now. Upcoming calendar for December: December 8th, Global Double XP, Warzone Turbo, Castle Wars, Holiday Fiesta, and Husky Raider live for the holidays, which again are already taking place. And then in January, the 4th, holiday celebrations conclude. On January 7th, Covenant Slayer rotates in for Castle Wars. On the 14th, Rock and Rail rotates in for Covenant Slayer and Warzone Assault goes live for the weekend. On the 21st, ODST Slayer rotates in for Rock and Rail. And then on the 28th, Roman King rotates in for ODST Slayer and Warzone Turbo goes live for the weekend.
1: I, I would want to say if you are going for 152 still, Rock and Rail is a great way to get XP. The matches are quick. Especially if you, you have boosts. Yep, if you have the legendary boost and it's rockets and railguns, you can slay out quick and it's uh yeah, it's probably one of my most enjoyable playlists. Like fun playlists, you know what yeah. I
0: mean? Um, okay, so for those who may or may not have been paying attention, there was a time in which uh during that news segment Oh actually I should just say that's it for the regular news. Um We'll get to the next segment in a second. I just want to state this: for those who are paying attention to this show, you may have noticed that I didn't mention the addition of some new armors that are coming in the next season for for uh, Halo Three. Will, did you see these? Yes. Okay. The reason why we're not talking about them is because oh. I don't know. And it's probably going to rub a lot of people the wrong way, but you know, it's our show. So who gives a shit, but who the fuck cares? This, this doesn't like, come on. Of all the things to get mad about, you're mad about halo online armor coming into halo three of all the things you could be mad about. That's what you're mad about. Holy shit. What? But it doesn't look like halo three. They're ruining my game. Well, guess what? It's not your fucking game. Well, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Season five comes out, okay? These new armors come out. I unlock these armors and I equip them, right? Mm Mm-hmm. When I jump into a game of of Halo 3 matchmaking on MCC, does my game still play the same? Of course. Are my hitboxes the same? Yeah. Do my guns sound the same? Yes. Do the maps look the same?
1: I mean, they might be a bit more colorful.
0: But, huh? Wow. So, huh? The game? Wait. So the game's the same. Huh? Funny how that works. Man, I thought they were with these armors. I thought they were changing the game. Like from what people are sounding like, it sounds like the whole game's been changed now. Okay, let me take this, this step back just for a second. A lot of the complaints were this doesn't look like Halo 3's art style. Therefore, if you were going to add them in, why not allow me to toggle them on or off like the weapon skins? Right? That That's where the contention point is. It's like, hey, if you're going to add these, you can go ahead and add them, obviously. But allow us a toggle to turn them on or off so we either can or cannot see them in our multiplayer experience or whatever. Okay. I'm going to say this. I guess that's fine. If you want a fucking toggle. But I'm going to ask another question, Will. Your your experience, okay? I want straight up your experience. When you're playing MCC matchmaking. And chat, feel free to chime in on this too. When you're when you're playing Halo 3's matchmaking, Halo 1's matchmaking, is those are the two, Halo 4's matchmaking, right? The ones that have weapon skins. Okay? And vehicle skins for that matter. Vehicles, yeah, you're probably going to pay a little more attention to, but the weapon skins, right? Are you paying attention to the skins that they have equipped?
1: Um no. I mean, you're, you're looking at the player trying to shoot him in the head. And then like in Halo five, if you pick up someone else's pistol, you can be like, oh, they're rocking the envy skin or whatever. But
0: yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, my point. It's
1: not that big of a deal.
0: My fucking point. Who the fuck cares? You're literally, if I, I see these Halo online armors. Season five comes out. I see these armors. Other people are have them on, and I'm in a matchmaking game. I'm not paying attention to their fucking helmet. For fuck's sake, Justin loves running Seeker in Halo Five. Guess what? I'm not look. He's on my fucking team, and I'm not turning around to look at him and be like, "Your hamlet's fucking stupid, Justin." <laughs> no, I don't do that because guess what? I don't fucking care.
1: We still need a full Seeker team, by we the way. We play the fucking
0: game. I don't get this. I really do not understand why people get so fucking upset over the dumbest shit. I don't get it. I just don't like you guys. I'm going to lay this. For, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to hand this take on a fucking silver platter to you. If you're upset. Okay. And, and I'm friends with some of you. Okay. I'm also acquaintances with others of you. If you are this upset about these Halo Online armors coming into this video game, I'm not even talking about how old this game is. I don't even fucking care about that. If you're this mad about armors coming in for this game, okay, it doesn't change the gameplay. It doesn't change how the game plays at all. If you are that mad about that, well, guess what? It's not your game. You didn't make it. It's not yours. You don't own it. I get that you have an opinion and you have every right to express that opinion. Come on. Please. Come on. Find something, find something more important to be mad about for Christ's sake. Like, I'm not, I don't mean to play this card, but I'm just going to say this anyway. People are dying from this fucking virus every single day. And this is what you're mad about. People are losing their jobs every single day. And this is what you're mad about. Oh my God. For fuck's sake. <laughs> if there was ever a time to say it's just a fucking video game. Now is the time to say it because guess what? It's just a fucking video game. Holy shit. Toggle or not. I don't give a fuck. Move on. Whew. It's time for cotton other games. Watch. Justin says, uh, they're adding content to an old game to keep it alive. If they didn't add content, they'd just be as mad as they're letting it die. I I couldn't agree more for fuck's sake. (laughs) Oh, people are just fucking mad about the dumbest shit and it boggles my mind. Um, first thing in cotton of the games watch EA play for uh, for game pass PC is coming in 2021. So on the, this is funny actually, will the day that this was supposed to release on Game Pass for PC, it got delayed till next year. (laughs) They're like, hey, uh, sorry, no. So there's that. Um, All right. So, Will, this next piece, you and I have been enjoying our time in Cyberpunk 2077. We're going to talk about our experiences further in Will's adventures a little bit in the show, but there are actually some not-so-good things happening within the studio itself. That I want to that I want to touch on. Um, you've you for those watching, for those listening, you may have seen these stories. Um, you guys may have seen these stories online on Twitter everywhere. We're gonna go through the base the base points here, give our opinions, and and move on. So that's what we're gonna do. D- Before we start, Dave, Bass, are you guys playing Cyberpunk on PC or console? Will PC? Okay, I'm also playing on PC. Um. Okay, so I, I label this as CD Projekt Red fucks up. So this is by many, many outlets. But the first piece I want to talk about. Cyberpunk Game Maker faces hostile staff after failed launch. This is by Jason Schreier of Bloomberg. It's an article on Bloomberg. You can go and check it out. Google Doc, the show, show, of course. Rebellion is in the air at Polish video game publisher CD Projekt uh, SA after the company's highly anticipated and thrice-delayed latest title was released to scathing reviews about glitches frustrated and angry staff fired questions at the board during an internal video meeting thursday that opened up with that opened with management apologizing for cyberpunk 27's disastrous launch according to two people who were present it was a fitting atmosphere for a company whose slogan plastered on posters all around its warsaw office is quote we are rebels end quote Developers asked blunt questions about the company's reputation, the game's unrealistic deadlines, and the relentless overtime in the months and years leading up to the game's December 10th release. The meeting took place before Sony Corporation's shocking announcement that it was pulling Cyberpunk 2077 from the PlayStation Store and will offer full refunds to any customer who requests one. During the staff meeting, CD project director, uh, directors said that they had come to an ag- arrangement with Sony but didn't offer specifics. In her Twitter post on Friday, the company said that, quote, following our discussion with PlayStation, a decision was made to temporarily suspend digital distribution, end quote, of the game. A CD uh, Projekt spokeswoman said the company wouldn't comment on internal meeting discussions. So let me just, before we continue on with this article, let me just say this. Following our discussions with PlayStation, a decision was made to temporarily suspend, to to suspend digital distribution, end quote really means Sony told Sony is going to take it down. So fuck you. I highly doubt there were discussions there. It was either fix your shit or it's gone because there was, there was a huge debacle that took place where CD project red, put out a statement. I'm not going to read the same, you can go find it. But CD project red put out a statement that said, if you want a refund, you'll get a refund. Try the store that you bought it from first. And if that doesn't work, reach out to us. Otherwise go through the digital storefronts that you bought your game from, whether it be Sony or Microsoft. Well, guess what? Sony and Microsoft didn't agree to that at all. They didn't. So then all these internal meetings took place and like, Hey guys, what the fuck is this? You're throwing that on us. And then all the shitstorm happened. Okay. Justin says, I'm not blaming any of the employees. I'm sure they worked their asses off. It should have probably been uh, just been only in next gen because the old hardware can't handle it. And make sure it runs smooth, uh, good on the consoles you, uh, you do drop it on. Oh, Justin, you are so right. Um, mm-hmm. So you are correct. It is not on the employee, on the developers at all. This is not on them. This is on upper management 100%. Let's continue. And we'll get to the other CD Projekt statement that was made regarding those old consoles because, oh boy, that was a doozy too. So, back to the article. Cyberpunk 2077 is one of the biggest games of the year and has been a financial success, selling more than 8 million pre-orders and notching sales records for PC games. But players have found the game full of bugs, particularly on the last generation PlayStation 4 and Xbox One consoles, sending CD Projekt shares plummeting and leading fans and critics to describe Cyberpunk 2077 as unfinished. CD Projekt's stock fell 12% in Warsaw Friday, punctuating a steady decline this month that has wiped out gains for the year. So, so, Will, their statement, like, uh, I forgot which statement it was, but there was a statement that came out Friday, uh, Thursday night or Friday morning, right before the markets opened, and it was bad, and I knew as soon as that statement came out, I waited till like 8.30 a.m. our time when the, when the markets opened and I just watched. And that fucker opened, boom, just dive bombed. Holy shit. Um, During Cyberpunk 2077's development, staff endured multiple periods of extensive overtime, including mandatory six-day weeks to finish the game. Bloomberg has reported. When asked about this crunch time in a Q&A, the directors said they had plans to improve production practices in the future, but didn't elaborate, according to one person who was there. One employee asked the board why it, w- why it had said in January that the game was, quote, complete and playable, end quote, when that wasn't true, to which the board answered that it would take responsibility. Another developer asked whether CD Projekt's directors felt it was hypocritical to make a game about corporate exploitation while, exper- while expecting their- that their employees work overtime. The response was vague and noncommittal. Many industry's observers have wondered why Cyberpunk 2077, which was first announced in 2012 and was delayed three times in 2020, still appears to be unfinished. Several current and former staff who worked on Cyberpunk 2077 have all said the same thing. The game's deadlines set by the board of directors were always unrealistic. It was clear to many of the developers that they needed more time. So, Sony, re- Sony took the game off their store. Straight up, mm-hmm. you can still buy a physical copy, but it, they took that fucker off the digital storefront. Um, they put out this statement. Sony Inter- Interactive Entertainment strives to ensure a high level of customer satisfaction and will begin to offer a full refund for all gamers who have purchased Cyberpunk 2077 via PlayStation Store and want a refund. And then in that tweet, they also include a link that you can request your refund if you'd like. Microsoft put out the following statement. Cyberpunk 2077, to ensure that every player can get the experience they expect on Xbox, we'll be expanding our existing refund policy to offer full refunds to anyone who purchased Cyberpunk 2077 digitally from the Microsoft Store until further notice. While we know the developers at CG Project Red have worked hard to ship Cyberpunk 2077 in extremely challenging circumstances, we also realize that some players have been unhappy with the current experience on older consoles. To date, we have granted refunds to the vast majority of customers who have requested one. And again, A link is included in that tweet where you can request a refund if you'd like to. So, Will, let me just quickly find, let me find that statement. Real quick. Do-do-do... Here we go. Side note, uh, Final Mouse's Aim God thingy thing is uh, is today in case anyone was interested. Oh, interested. Final Mouse's Aim God. Will, do you know what that is?
1: Yeah, it's a new mouse that they're releasing.
0: Oh, sick. Well, I hope um, it's fantastic.
1: Yeah, even if you go to their website today, it says under construction for Aim God's launch.
0: All right. There we go. This is Cyberpunk's statement that they released on the 14th. Dear Gamers, First of all, we would like to start by apologizing to you for not showing the game on base last-gen consoles before it premiered and, in consequence, not allowing you to make a more informed decision about your purchase. We should have paid more attention to making it play better on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. So, in that first couple statements, they literally... Announce that they fucked up that they didn't fucking care about previous gen consoles. Second, we will fix bugs and crashes and improve the overall experience. The first round of updates have just been released and the next one is coming within the next seven days. Those have also been released at this point. Mm -hmm. Expect more as we will update frequently whenever new improvements are ready. After the holidays, we'll continue working. We'll release two large patches starting with patch number one in January. This will be followed by patch number two in February. Together, these should fix the most prominent problems gamers are facing on last-gen consoles. We'll be informing you about the contents of each patch ahead of their release. And they won't make the game on last-gen look like it's running on a high-spec PC or next-gen console. We'll be closer to that experience than it is now. Finally, we would always like everyone who buys our games to be satisfied with their purchase. We would appreciate it if you would give us a chance. But if you are not pleased with the game on your console and don't want to wait for uh, updates, you can opt for a refund. you can opt to refund your copy. For copies purchased digitally, please use the refund system of PSN or Xbox, respectively. For box versions, please first try to get a refund at the store where you bought the game. This should not uh, should this not be possible, please contact contact us at the email they provide, and we'll do our best to help you. Starting from today, you can contact us up. Uh, you can contact us, uh, contact us for a week up until December twenty first, twenty twenty. P.S. PC gamers will be getting regular updates and fixes, improving the game. Again. That was on the fourteenth, and uh, shit hit the fucking fan. So there's that. Um, Justin says hit this later, but I've been seeing a lot of people wanting Infinite to only drop in Series X to potentially avoid this problem. And honestly, I'm not against that. 2021 gives time that uh, t- to get the new Xbox and to avoid subpar game quality. Okay. So I think I even said at one point in time during the show's history that I was for them dropping the original Xbox One support. I think you can even quote me on that. Um, I might take a step back. Reason being, uh, I've been reading a lot about it online as well, Justin, and there have been multiple examples that point out instances where it could still work out depending upon the de- time in development and the engine that it's running on. Couple examples I I were I saw include um, The Witcher 3. Okay, this game released a while ago, like a long time ago, but the game does look pretty decent on a base PlayStation 4 and base Xbox One, and of course it looks unbelievable on PC, right? Another game that was an example was Red Dead Redemption 2. That even if you go back and you play that on a base PlayStation 4 and a base Xbox One, that game, while designed for those consoles, okay, it does look really good on both. But again, it looks so much better on PC. But I think think it depends on the amount of time in development, the engine that it's running on. Not every game is made the same, right? Now... Personally, I do believe that if you drop support for the older consoles, then simply you just don't have to worry about them anymore. You don't have to worry about those limitations, right? But the problem is is that I think that they've dug themselves into so big of a hole that they have to release it on those old ones now, especially with it being on like Game Pass and whatnot when it releases. So they could... I mean, it is... Microsoft and three four three, it's a it's a business. They could easily just come out with a statement and be like, "Hey, due to un- unforeseen circumstances, we're going to have to not release it on old consoles." They'd get a shit ton of flack for it, but then you'd have you'd have the shit ton of flack, you'd have the shit ton of praise. It'd just be, I mean, hey, it'd just be like a normal day on the internet, right? But yeah, I don't know. It's I feel like I'm on that tightrope right now, where. I know I've said previously where I think they should ax the old shit. But after I've seen those instances of examples online where it's like, well, it's worked in these circumstances. I don't know. Well, what do you think? Should they drop? Well, I don't know. Like
1: the thing with, with your examples that you gave is that yes, this, The Xbox One X was out and the PS4 Pro were were out, but they were all still that same generation, so to speak.
0: Right, that same architecture.
1: Right, so now we're talking different with moving up to the Series X and PS5, brand new. Brand new architecture. Um, I'm honestly for cutting it because, um, I mean, we don't see what uh, Halo 5 doesn't run on the 360. I mean, we've seen it where this is. You know, but it also wasn't move it, on.
0: It also wasn't designed to run on 362.
1: Right, but we've seen this where you know new consoles come out. We're moving into the next generation. I do believe that designing it for both is going to limit what you can do.
0: You have to design it for your lowest common denominator.
1: Right, and so we hear all the time. Like that. Is going to make people mad because they're going to buy it because the marketing is going to be around the PC and the series X version. Yeah. They're going to buy it for the Xbox one and it's going to look like crap based on what they've saw and they're not going to be happy.
0: And then the Craig memes are going to come back.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, um, I'm for dropping the previous version if, if they need to, I mean, if that's what it takes, um, like Justin said, 20, you know fall 2021 i'm expecting like a september october maybe even november drop if it goes that far
0: if it goes to the anniversary date
1: yep um then yeah plenty of time to get a series x or whatever you need right to be able to play the game sweet like i'm not expecting the new god of war for ps for playstation to be on ps4 i don't no. think that's gonna happen no like
0: but i mean there needs to be some
1: give and take here
0: Horizon Forbidden West, I believe, is coming out on PS4. Uh, the new Sackboy came out on the PS4. Spider-Man Miles Morales came out on the PS4. But, I mean, it's... That I'll, it's just to say this, though. The, play, the base PS4 was a lot more powerful than the base Xbox One. Like, just to put that sure. out there. So, sure. But, no, I, I can... Like I said, I feel like I'm on that tightrope. But I have said... And again, you can quote me on it. I have said that I think that they should drop the support for the old ones. And we say it all the time. We want the best looking, best playing, best performing game, right? That they're, that they can possibly make. And, and I don't think it's going to be that on the old consoles. Now, granted that there, there are plenty of people out there that who, um, there, there are tons and tons and tons of people out there who never have experienced 60 FPS gaming before still. And they're they're perfectly fine with 30 FPS. And if that's if that's you, then that's awesome. Good for you. I mean, if you like you like what you like. And but it's just there's there's that saying of like once you once you once you go 60 FPS or once you go 120 FPS, you never want to go back. It's just once you feel that fluidity, you never want to go back to something else. You never want to go back to 30. So Yeah, I feel as though... Now, uh, granted, again, I've said this time and time again with with engines, we don't know how optimized this engine is for older hardware. For all we know, it could be. For all we know, it could be. Who the fuck knows? But if it's not well-optimized for older hardware, then... Then no. I don't want that shit. On the old shit, that is. Um. All right, final piece of cotton Other Games Watch. The 2021 Call of Duty League season structure details this is by Call of Duty League. With the start of the 2021 Call of Duty League season fast approaching, it's time to talk about exciting changes to the overall structure of this season's competition. Tournaments are back as high-stakes majors that will feature all 12 teams in the Call of Duty League competing in double elimination competition. Tournament seeding will be determined by head-to-head group play matches over the course of three home series weeks leading up to each major. The regular season will include five stages, each culminating in a major tournament. During each stage, all teams will compete in five group play matches to determine their seed in each major. Like last year, teams will earn CDL points for each match win throughout the season with additional points distributed to teams based on their performance at majors. CDL points totals will be critical with teams fighting for their spot in the 2021 season standings and a shot at becoming one of the eight teams to qualify for the 2021 Call of Duty League playoffs. In the Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War era, pro teams will face off in best of five matches in four versus four battles played on PC using League-approved controllers. And then there's also a YouTube video with, again, an explanation of everything that's going on. That's fucking awesome! Yeah, I
1: like the uh, return of majors back into it. Yes. It makes it, uh, you know, the home series was cool, but now this makes it feel more high stakes with those extra points on the line.
0: Yes. Feels so good. Feels like an actual league again. Oh, I'm excited. Online or not, I don't fucking care. I think this is great. I, they, It's like they've learned so much of their lessons from the first year, and they were going to anyway, but seeing this all come to fruition at this point, all the all the roster changes that have taken place, is just it's exciting. Just fucking exciting. Looking forward to it. Um, that's it for Cotton of the Games Watch. It's time for Will's Adventures within the Cyberverse. <laughs> and other games too. Will, I see, yeah. a, see a couple new ones on there. What you... Well, not necessarily new, but like things you haven't played in a while. Will would you play over the last week?
1: Yep. So obviously, for Wednesday, we played for the king again. Wait, for what? When? Wednesdays, BJ. Yeah! <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Uh, played for the king. I also tried to play solo oh, and. I I didn't enjoy it as much. Like you guys make that game fun. So Will,
0: you make oh, the game fun.
1: Oh, all the all those fucking shenanigans we do, and Jordan dying makes the and game Jordan fun too. Constantly <laughs> now, God damn it, Jordan, Uh, got to go back and save his ass every yeah, once in a while. Where's
0: our second sword of Sagittios?
1: I don't know. He's not around today. He needs to get the Whatever. fuck in here. We're talking about. Him. <laughs> we,
0: need, um, we need a Jordan. But we yes. need a Jordan beacon to like flash a Neb beacon. <laughs> Knee beacon. A knee. Um, sure. Yes.
1: Um, but yes, for the King, I'm currently playing the woodcutter and I am doing a hell of a lot of damage with the two handed weapon. He with that axe
0: takes one fucking slash and enemy's is dead. Just fucking dead. There's been times like if I get that,
1: like it's, it's random and we don't know what triggers it, but I get like a justice thing and I'm so like, dude, justice. Like, yeah. And I've done like upwards of 70 damage to an enemy. You have, which is just insane.
0: It's fucking awesome though.
1: So, hopefully that'll help us in the end game.
0: You destroy them. <laughs> Straight up. Um
1: all right, played Warzone. They have the new rebirth event for Cold War. Yes, the new map. Yep, it's a it's a small island only 40 players. So it is tiny. Yeah, it's tiny. Yeah. Um you can basically run from end to end. Wow. You know in yeah. Um obviously you're going to run into people though um
0: but it's <laughs> obviously
1: it, it's it's cool because if you die yeah your teammate doesn't have to buy you back you have a timer and if your someone on your team is alive and your timer takes down you respawn
0: Oh, well, that's pretty oh hence rebirth rebirth event yeah
1: um i also think rebirth is you know it's cold war versus i think they're going to um blow up the map and do things because people have found like so there's, uh, um, the whole thing about the bunkers, right? Well, there's bunkers and it's the, the Nova, the Nova six gas, which is like the lethal gas or whatever from modern. Warfare. They fo- yep. They found, well, it's in cold war, I believe too. Oh, wow. Um, so they found like, yeah, bunkers on the war zone map that have the Nova six gas production in it. So I'm wondering if there's going to be like underground explosions, which blow up and change the map. That'd be cool. Um, and Ooh. hence why this is a rebirth event. I'm wondering if at the end of the event, that rebirth of a new cold war map is going to happen. That'd be fucking uh, cool. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I ended up getting two wins out of hell. Yeah. Playing that it's uh, Dub city bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first one I've, I got, honestly, I'll be, I got carried in both of them pretty much. No, it's um, just you. I, I solo queued into my yesterday for a little bit. I got him with this team and, um, the teammate was just like slaying out, going crazy. And I was like, I was doing damage. So I got like a ton of assists, but I didn't get many kills. Actually, I only, got, I only got one kill and it was the last kill. My whole the rest of them. So at a certain point,
0: the only kill that matters will. Yes, exactly. That's so at it. a certain
1: point, the rebirth stops so one teammate yeah, one teammate died. Um and it was me and another and there was two players on top of a building. Um there was a player down like in the woods area and we were over and my teammate was shooting up at the people in the building. I'm like I, I hear this dude out in the woods. I'm going to go around on the street and flank him. Sure. So the gas is coming in. I think the two people on the roof either died from the guy sniping in the woods or my teammate. I don't know what happened, because I was just like running to get position. Because the circle was moving to the guy, like towards the guy that was in the woods, but behind him. So I just get in position. My I see my teammate, like I got shots on the guy in the woods, but I couldn't kill him. I didn't have a good enough gun. Um so I just ran. I see my teammate running and the guy behind him from the woods is coming and he kills my teammate. And I just pop out from behind the barrel shoot him and got the W. So <laughs> it's good. Um you know playing the zone uh saved us there. And then I got another one uh me and Joey played with a, a random trio, a random third and uh the the map is just hectic because so many people in a small map uh, but it was we got we got another W last night. Fuck so. yeah, dude. Felt oh, good. Oh. Let's see Hello. My bad. Uh, <laughs> tried PUBG again yesterday. They have a new map, which is more uh, cityscape, factories, kind of you know, not so open stuff. Sure. Yeah. Um, they had something that I did not know about. There's armored vehicles that drive around the map. And it's it's almost like the, the city's in, like, military lockdown. Okay. And these armored vehicles will actually shoot you. So you have not only the other players, you now have PVE shit going on in PUBG where these armored vehicles will try to kill you. Holy and you shit. And can't, you, you can't take them down from what I know.
0: PUBG is now destiny. Yeah.
1: <laughs> P- so it's kind of v- crazy. Um, I honestly watched Joey play more PUBG than I played PUBG yesterday because I died. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, it Sounds like
0: me. I would die immediately.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Another one. New. A newer one. Hunt Showdown. Um, punch showdown yep it's set in louisiana down in the bayou it's a uh supernatural kind of game it's got pve and pvp elements so 10 to 12 players loaded onto a map Mm -hmm. you have to find clues on the map to where the um let's just call them bosses i don't know what their real name is but basically their bosses spawn where they where they are and you have to find three clues sometimes only one boss spawns on the map sometimes two and um while you're going around the map there's you know basically zombies there's uh supernatural stuff like like a um and it's all gross stuff that i don't like uh obviously like there's a lady that uh like we'll swarm swarm you with like I don't know if there'd be... there's like something that crawls all over you. Fuck that and it, it, I'm like, out. it like it like point it poisons you and stuff like that. I'm out. I wouldn't touch yeah. that
0: shit with a ten foot pole.
1: Yeah, I know I know it's not for you. Nope. Um there's like zombie dogs. You have to take down the dogs. Okay. Um and while okay. you're traversing the map, there's also things like the if um for sound, if you go by and like scare the birds up, the scare the birds will crow. And that way you can kind of know if other players are around you. Okay. Um, there's also like chains hanging down that you'll run into or stepping on tree branches, stuff like that. Um, so the goal is to find the clues, get to the boss and take down the boss. Okay. Um, once you kill the boss, you have to banish them. So a timer starts ticking down and everyone can see that you're banishing a boss on the map. Once the boss is banished, you want to collect the bounty for killing the boss and extract, kind of like in Tarkov, right? You got to get to an extraction point and get out. Makes sense. Um, other players can kill you and take your bounty. Um, you can kill other players. You can run into them at random anytime. Yes, Dave, we're talking about Hunt Showdown. Um, and yeah, there's also, if you, so you can purchase Hunters, which is your character. You can purchase, like, abilities or traits. Like, you know, regen stamina 10% faster when out of combat or stuff like that. Um, you can you have to buy their equipment, so their guns, uh, med, med packs, lanterns, lights, whatever you want to take in, whatever play style you want. It all takes currency within the game. So you get currency by killing zombies, bosses, getting contracts out, killing other players. But the, if you die in the in the uh raid with that character you lose that all you just lose it. That's so it's so yeah um the nice about thing about it is you know hunters don't cost that much like I'm up to ten grand in coins. Like a hunter's 125, you know, a gun's fifty five coin. So I like you have enough to sustain yourself and if you extract a few times you're set for a while. But um the other part of it is too as as you play as the hunter, the hunter levels up. Yeah, Dave says. Plus, you get a free one uh, a week. Actually, right now, I uh, you get a free one every time you die. So, uh, if you want to play a lot of Hunt Showdown, they're doing uh, a free hunter every time you die right now. You just have to hit the free shuffle. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty cool. Yep. So, yeah, it's uh, it's you know something different. It's not like it's battle royal ish, but not being like a straight up just run and shoot everybody. There's another pvp element to it that you can focus on and joey and i have been playing this a lot as duo and um we've gotten the pve portion down we can kill the bosses we know what to do the um we've kind of challenged ourselves to try to get two bosses in one run okay because that's difficult right you have people searching for the clues right if they see you know if someone's at the other boss so you either have to kill your boss quick get the thing and get over there or kill basically kill everybody and then go for the bosses. So, uh, we're trying to kind of challenge mode ourselves on it, which is not proven good, uh, <laughs> but I've, uh, I found out I can snipe in that game. I'm actually, I feel like a really good sniper. So, uh, I'm going to be working on that. Oh shit. Yeah. And if you have the, the boss souls, you show up on the map and in hunters visions. So it makes it even harder. So Jesus if you Christ. take the, thi- so yeah, it's uh it's an interesting game. I like it. it um, There is, uh, the bosses do creep me out a lot because like I said, uh, one is like a, like almost like a shadow, but it's a shadow of like cockroaches that then pops up. And if she hits you, they they crawl all over you. Nope. I'm out. There is a spider boss. Yeah. The spider is, I, I am literally like creeping while I'm playing like shiv, like shaking. Uh, it grosses me out so much. I hate it.
0: Fuck all that. But the gameplay is actually pretty good, so... They should have an uh, arachnophobia filter like Grounded did. Yeah, where, where it turns it into a white
1: blob with beady eyes.
0: It still looks a little freaking creepy. I'd fucking fight that thing, though. Yo, <laughs> Dust with hey, the Hey, Dust. Seven months sub. Thank you so much, Dust. Hope you're having a great Sunday afternoon. Um, congratu- I've I said it on the show before, but I'm going to say it again. Congratulations, Dust, and the, the whole team on um the mole a series that's finishing up. Congratulations to you guys. No, that was a long time in the making. That's fantastic. Um, also just congratulations on podtacular in general. It's a great fucking show. It's a great fucking show. Um, will. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Dust spiders.
1: Spiders. Yeah. Not good. I don't want to
0: fucking fight that. I'm good. Yeah.
1: So it's got that like creepy supernatural thing go into the whole map. Yeah, there's only the thing like there's only one map right now and I think they could do with more maps. I get it. It's like I think it's still in beta or early.
0: Dust. We all yeah. hate spiders, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, spiders we're talking. To- <laughs> there's a game hunt showdown that has this whole supernatural yeah craziness to it. Um,
0: oh that cockroach thing sounds absolutely terrible.
1: Oh, it is too.
0: I well, I would I would die, yeah, just <laughs> literally. Uh oh.
1: the the map has rotations where bosses spawn, so it always feels different. Yeah, but you're always traversing like the same. Like
0: sometimes a little added more variety be good.
1: Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, and the extraction points do change every map. You know, they they're marked on the map, so you can at least really see them. But yeah, it, I mean it, each time it does feel different but and maybe it's just cuz like i went hard on the game when we first launched it we played for like hours yeah and after a while you kind of just do want something different so i don't know i'd like another like what if they did like it would be cool if they had more like of a like an old time town setting or something like that where it's it's a little bit more close quarters maybe some of the shotguns would be more viable in the game and things like that so I don't know. I'd like to see uh, at least something. Maybe, something, maybe so.
0: like a maybe like a Valhalla from Halo Three. You know? Oh sure. <laughs> just throw that in there. <laughs> Why not? Uh, Fuck it. That makes perfect sense. We I mean, and Fortnite now. Why not? You know? Yeah. Just bring it. F- bring everything to Hunt Showdown now too. Yeah.
1: All right, Josh. Uh, do you want to? So that's so obviously we, we played Cyberpunk. We mentioned that already. But do yeah. you want to go through your games sure. and we can? Talk cyberpunk.
0: Yes, I'll be quick. So I'm playing threes on my phone because, back, so it's funny, back when I, uh, like, way years ago, when threes had, like, first come out or something, I, I was playing that on my phone a long, long, long time ago, and and I just decided to pick it back up. So I've been playing threes every now and again. It's a really simple mobile game. Um, the dawning event started in Destiny 2, so I uh, played a little bit of that. I bought so Many dawning things. Oh no. Yeah. Like emotes, finishers, every armor set. Now the cool part is, is that, so there've been three dawning armor sets so far, like armor ornament sets. Yeah. And if you didn't already have the sets from the the previous seasons, um, you can use bright dust on them. And since I had a fucking stockpile of bright dust that I never used, I, I was able to buy the first two sets of armor ornaments that way. And then I got the third one to be silver, obviously. Um, but no, I got sparrows, ships, ghost shells. You, oh my God. Oh, yeah. I went, I went fucking hard on it because I love, Ugh. I love winter holiday themed items in video games. I always have like, I love when um, like MMOs and like in general, usually have holiday events where they put like Christmas lights and stuff on the trees and everything in major cities. So like I play, yeah. I play guild wars all the time as a kid and like in lion's arch, which is one of the main cities in the base guild wars game. Like you see that place just decked out every year. And it just, it's, it's just really fucking cool. What what some games decide to do, um, with holiday events and destiny. Destiny's is a big grind. Like it's a really big grind fest for their shit, but it's just, I just like the atmosphere. So yeah. And in any way I can support that, that studio, they're learning a lot from the shit that they've done poorly and whatnot. So just support them in the way I can. Um, but yeah, then we play for the King, obviously look forward to it every week. It's one of the highlights. It, it's always funny. Like I said, especially watching Jordan die again. It's just <laughs> fucking hilarious. Uh, but yeah, the big one that we're we'll continue to play. And we're going to continue to talk about. So again, I'm going to put this here. Will, you're going to hate me for this, but um, spoiler alert right now for Cyberpunk 2077 stuff. Um, And, Will, I'm just going to ask, please, uh, <laughs> no story spoilers again because I'm now working on what I believe is a third or fourth story mission. So God, you got so much to do. I do. But side stuff. I guess just feel free to what were what have you done so far? What did you want to talk about with cyberpunk?
1: All right. Um, my first bullet point I have on the doc is I took cues from Josh and yeah. um, <laughs> I did a bunch of side mission stuff. Hell yeah. And I actually have cleared out two, almost three areas of side missions. Now
0: I've, I've uh, cleared out the first full area of all side stuff.
1: Yeah. Like I did the whole North side thing. I found the monks you were talking about. Yeah. So did that.
0: So then you also found the dude with his with his uh, malfunctioning dick. Yes. yes. That was
1: fucking hilarious. <laughs> that was. That was good. Um,
0: that was fucking awesome.
1: Yes. Uh, what a great
0: yep. side, like a little side thing. Just stupidly cool. Yep. And then and- that, that means you also found the, uh, the guy... This is this is the side quest that broke for me that I had to just reload a checkpoint real quick. But there was a and and I know you've since you've cleared them all out. uh, You've seen the one where you go into like this this broken down, basically blown up, like apartment complex, and this guy has some stolen meds. Yeah, Uh, and you try to like just talk him out of it and just give you the meds. And uh, did you know what happens after you get? So my my mission broke when I tried to go get the meds like yeah. i wasn't able to retrieve them so i said to quickly reload the checkpoint and then i got them. did you pay attention to what happens after you leave
1: um no so, so i i did something else i did not talk him off the ledge oh so what did he do so i guess this is we're, we'll talk about our difference in this mission so i was resting my hand on my keyboard
0: uh-oh, and he started okay. talking
1: and I hit left alt, which draws your weapon. And he did not like that very much and started firing at me. So it was just one-on-one battle. I killed him, took the meds and left.
0: Okay. So for me, I talked him out of it and he's just like, the meds are over there. Please grab and just leave Am my like, right. Sweet. So I grabbed him as you're leaving the room. You hear a gunshot, you turn around and he killed himself. Uh, and you can you can take his gun if you want but he's it's just talking about things that are changed for different like how people play it out but like that's just a not necessarily cool in the aspect of being cool but like in terms of gameplay depending upon the choices that you make and how everything can change yeah so
1: yeah yeah um Let's see what else I I found Skippy. He's been, the, the gun's been all over Twitter. If you haven't seen the videos or whatnot, look it up. If you're interested.
0: Now I'm going to put an asterisk on that fully look it up because will, I didn't realize there was an extra piece of information that I didn't tell you because I didn't know about it. I only saw that Twitter clip. What, what choice did you pick? Oh, I know that I know that it flips. Okay. I did not. So I'm sorry. And I know you are, I, I know you would already, were going to get it. So I didn't mention anything after I figured that out. I figured it out like yesterday, but I am yeah, I had no idea that it flips depending upon the choice that you make. So go, you can yep. explain, go ahead.
1: No. So, um, yeah, so you can choose two modes with this gun. It's either stone cold killer or puppy loving pacifist. And I chose, I did choose stone cold killer. So, after you get 50 kills with the gun, it switches modes on you and that's forever and that's forever. But I saw an IGN video and Skippy likes to do whatever the fuck Skippy wants. So they were still getting like headshots every once in a while. Okay. So I think no matter what, it's like a malfunctioning kind of thing. Like
0: it, I mean, yeah, makes sense because of what the gun is. Uh, for those who don't know, this gun is a smart link gun. So you need to have the Smart Link Cybernetic equipped to make it so it'll auto-target. And like Will was mentioning, the the Pacifist Puppy one makes it so it'll only, well, it should only go for the legs, therefore being a non-lethal weapon. And then the other mode, Stone Cold Killer, will make it so it should only go for headshots, obviously making it a lethal weapon.
1: Yep. And uh, a lot of the... Um you know the uh, cyber psychosis things are a lot of them are like try to get them alive. Yep. So I think that'll be beneficial having it once it switches to puppy loving pacifist, which I just love that name. Uh, yes, would be helpful taking those guys down.
0: Now, did you also know that and I I bet you did, but something that I've ki- like kind of exploited a little bit is that like you go into one of those psycho areas, right? Yep. And the, you're right. They want them technically alive. Well, if you leave them alive and you've already gotten the reward, then who gives a shit? So what I'll do is I'll incapacitate them, get the full reward for keeping them alive. And then as soon as, the, as soon as I get the job complete or whatever, I'll turn around, I'll pop them in the head and I'll get extra XP. <laughs> Cause fuck it. Like well, you, they, don't, go? they don't yeah, care anymore. So yeah, it
1: does. Yep.
0: Um, Speaking about something like that, real quick. I just want to hit on something that I experienced as well. Is that so? There was a compound where so there's a side mission where you have to implant a GPS on a really nice car in a big compound. Okay, and you you've done this too because it's one of the side pieces. I don't know if I remember doing that. Well, I mean, it, it realistically it's insignificant. It doesn't really do anything. Sure, but you get extra money if you don't get spotted, if you don't get caught. So I'm like, okay, you know, fuck it. It's been a little while since I've been stealthy. I'm just gonna yeah nipsy noodle in here and I'll plant the GPS. I'll get the fuck out. So I went all the way around the backside, I found the car, I incapacitated one person, hid them in a dumpster, and then I like took out a couple cameras via my cybernetics and I was it was basically clear at that point. Um, it, yes, I would be like quote unquote spotted, but um, they weren't alerted yet I was able to get out of their view. Found the car, put the GPS on, went back the the way I came, left, mission complete. During that time, I noticed a purple item on a table. And there were, like, obviously there were enemies nearby, so I just didn't think anything of it. So I went, got my extra money for completing it stealthily, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. And so as soon as the job was complete, I went back in that compound, I killed everybody. Cause the, the mission, XP
1: for the kill. Yeah. Because the mission the was item, over. Yeah.
0: Exactly. That's, it's kind of, that's kind of the cool thing that I like about that is that once you completed it, it's like, well, those enemies are still there and those items are still there. So go ahead and do whatever you want. Yeah. That's that's cool. Oh, and I got Jackie's bike. Oh, you did. Yeah. Because I'm like, I bought those first two cars that you can buy. I'm like, why yeah. am I wasting money on fucking cars?
1: And so exactly. I just,
0: yeah, I went and got Jackie's bike. So I'm just using that now. But I see um, something on yours that said you found one. What do you got?
1: Yeah. So this is what I'm curious for you if something changes later in the game. Because okay. remember when we were talking about our starting game? Yes. How your character did not have a vehicle, right?
0: Well, I, so I didn't have one until I saw like the, Y- y- to answer your question, yes, I did not have a car until you have that montage scene of of like over the course of time, you and Jackie yeah. and doing Jobs and blah yep, blah, yep, blah becoming yep. the best. And you acquire,
1: yeah, you acquire V's first car there. Yes,
0: you, yeah, you, you see in the scene him purchasing that car. So yes, right. technically, so, I did not have a car before that point in time.
1: So you were corpo. I was nomad. Like I've told you, I drove into the city with my yes, own car you that start we crashed. In garage. Yep. So, um, I won't say where, but I came across my car and okay. it, it had been fixed up. Okay. And like someone like you're looking at it, like, what the hell, what is all this? Like, you know, cause it got fixed and yeah. someone pops up and is like, what the fuck are you doing with my car? So, like
0: motherfucker. it's my car.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, um, I was able to purchase my first car back. Well, so we'll, 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 we'll say purchase says it. Did you kill his ass? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I, Cause like their whole thing is like, uh, this, this doesn't ruin anything major, but they're yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I'm just trying to get out of town. I hate it here. I've been fixing this up so I can leave.
0: Oh, so you kind of like pay him so he can leave and you get your car back.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. Basically. So I'm curious for you. Cause like if that I will story even storyline at all. Yeah, that storyline might not even exist for you because you never had that car or is it like a, is does the dialogue change because...
0: I wonder if it's just a side, was it just like a side gig that appeared on your map?
1: Yeah, it was like a, you might find something interesting here.
0: I wonder if it'll happen for me too, but you're right. The dialogue will be completely different because I will have no affiliation with that car. Yeah. Or, or... Maybe I won't have any affiliation with that car. Or since I'm Corpo, maybe I just sold that car like a long time ago, maybe because I'm corporate life. I just never needed it. So I just got rid of it. I don't know who I'm excited because
1: go ahead. Or maybe you come across a different car that, yeah, like it's not the, yeah, I'm really curious at what what happens when, if, uh, if that even shows up for you at all.
0: What area of the map is that in?
1: Um, you're not that far.
0: Okay. Well, I, I had a feeling. I am just like, is it? It's it, on the
1: right side of the map. Okay. I'll just say that.
0: Okay. Sounds good. Cool. So. That's neat. Yeah. Yeah. It's really neat.
1: So there's like little things like that, that don't even pertain to the main story that's going on now. That's yeah, pretty cool. That's really cool. So I'm okay. curious. Yeah. But I'm really curious how that changes for you coming from a different background in the game.
0: Yeah. To see if I even have that nearly a, an identical experience. Yeah. That sounds sweet. So. Um, did you get double jump? I did. I couldn't resist. That's fucking sick. It's fun. Oh my God. You're, (laughs) I was like, Hey, to get to the next part? You have to go around these buildings. I'm like (laughs) around. Yeah, right. (laughs) It's just book it over. Oh my God. Like going into, because like all of those, uh, all those police little side things that you can do are literally just wiping out a few enemies and that's it. And then finding a little item, yeah. Like when you're able to literally jump into the spot, like what I'll, I what I did for probably five to ten of the last ones I had to do in the first area, I would jump over where I'm supposed to go, go in, lob a nade. They'll take out a couple of them, and then I just pop one in the head to finish it off, and that's it. On to the next one. Like it's just it's so much more fluid having the double jump. It's stupid.
1: Um. Yeah. Just wait until those enemy activities become much larger. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, I know. And then uh, did you, so did you find, because I, I not necessarily cheated, but I was, there's a lot of the things that, a lot of little things that I want to know about the game, like and uh, not story-wise or anything like that, but just like world-wise. And so I watched a video the other day. Um, Come to find out, and I guess it would totally make sense. But there are things and items that exist that are literally just hidden in the world that are not marked by anything. Oh, sure. So much so, in fact, that some of the best cybernetics that you can buy from Ripper Docs mm-hmm. are literally just out there. Two of which, well, actually, I think one of which is in the first area of Watson. Oh, really? Yep. So the Mantis Arms, yeah, you could spend like 100,000 Eddies or cr- the money yep, from the Ripper Dock to buy them. Or you can find this location. Again, it's not marked anywhere. And it's not surrounded by anything either. If you find it, it's the epic version of them. And it's just sitting there. Oh, wow. Yep. And then there is another one. There's another cybernetic. Uh, there's this, I forget what they call it. It's a mono something. But it's like, uh, it's like if you took a lightsaber and Indiana Jones's whip and put it into an and put them together, and you get this item. Oh yeah, yeah. Again, you can buy that, or again, it's literally just sitting. It, it's this one is during one of the psycho uh, gigs, but it's just in the area. If you just you just pick it up, that's it. That's what's cool to me is that great like again it's not story spoilers or anything like that but there are just things sitting out there that if you just look in every nook and cranny you may find something really fucking cool and there's a lot of nook and crannies in that fucking video game
1: yep and you can uh you can also find mods for your cybernetics while you're yes. out there too which is pretty cool yep so
0: exactly the game's just jam-packed with shit mhm
1: I found stuff too for like cybernetics. It's like, Oh yeah, I'm not even the right level. I can't even touch this, but I have it.
0: The best part will those two that I mentioned. Yeah. No requirement.
1: Yeah. That's awesome.
0: Like no street cred requirement to equip them or anything like that. You can use them immediately.
1: Yep. I did try the mantis arms for a while. I had them and I ended up switching to the gorilla grip.
0: I I currently have the gorilla ones, the gorilla arms. The, one yeah. of the, one of the lower tiers of them, but it's, it's so funny because I'm, i over leveled obviously for the, for Watson. So yeah. it's just fucking hilarious to have my fists out, waltz into a police area and just pop somebody in the head and they go flying backwards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the game's rad. It's pretty good. Despite He's all the rad.
1: bullshit going on around the game, the yeah. game itself I'm extremely enjoying.
0: Right. And like we said before, it's absolutely no fault to the developers themselves. It's, it's all fault of upper, upper management and how they handled things. And it, it's what do yeah. you think happens from here? Like the game just gets better people. Well, yeah, but that's going to be the de- There's, there's, there's uh there's rumors of a class action lawsuit going out. No idea how far that will go because they are a Polish developer. So yeah. I don't know how, country laws will work in that scenario. Um, but yeah, th- there's rumors that they're going to start a class action lawsuit it, in my, in my thinking, it's the whole, like not perch like not getting a product that you were promised. That, that probably sure. be something along the lines of that. Um, I don't know. I haven't looked into it. So don't quote me on that. That's just my thought. Um but no, obviously the game's going to get better. Like we've said it before yeah. the Witcher three released in a very buggy state. Not to this extent. Not to this extent, but it was still very buggy when it released. And what happened?
1: It got fixed.
0: It's only going to happen over time with this game. Not every, and like when those, when those two big patches come out in January and February, I don't think that's going to, there's going to be more after that. And I would not be surprised if a good amount of people quit, found other work, found a different developer to go work for or something. I don't know. Yeah. But then again, how many Polish developers are there? Maybe True. they'd have, maybe they'd have to relocate or something. I don't know. But I, I feel for them. Like that's not, yes, we are enjoying the game um, for what it is. And yeah, there's a lot of issues, obviously. But to be one of those developers, to go through what they had to go through day in and day out, to get this thing out the fucking door, that just fucking sucks, man you know what? I Would I be angry if they delayed it again? Sure. But would I understand? Yeah. It's like not... It's, it People that get upset over delayed video games are just... Come on. I mean, yes, we wanted Halo Infinite to release in November, obviously. But we get where they're coming from. We know. We get it. We understand. But and there's
1: something like... Yeah, you can be disappointed that it's delayed, but no, it's for the better.
0: Right. And it's the people out there that don't understand that, that are, are just fucking angry to be angry's sake. And they send them death threats and shit. It's like, come on. It's the literal people's lives, you know? It.
1: Oh. All right.
0: Anything else? Shall we move to- on? No, just, okay. I don't think I'm good. All right. Cyberpunk 2077. Spoilers over. Um. If you have a good enough PC to play it, play it on there. If you have a PlayStation 5 or a Series X or S, play it on there. Um, if you have Stadia or GeForce Now or other cloud services, play it there. Just do not play it on a base PlayStation 4, or base Xbox One. That shit just doesn't work. Will, it's time for some. Shoutouts. We didn't do a community play date last week. I apologize. It's on me. Um, plan is to definitely have one this week. Holiday week. It's going to be fun. We're going to check out those new community maps in MCC. So be there. Be square. And then shoutouts to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. Uh, Dust, thank you for the seven-month resub. And then Sees, thank you for the follow. That was yesterday. Greatly appreciated.
1: Do, do you know why, if you're not there... Your square.
0: Uh, no. Did you look because it up?
1: you're because you're not around.
0: I fucking hate you. <laughs> Holy shit. Community creations. Hell. <laughs> fuck. And you know what the funny thing is? I think I've even heard that before. I think I've heard that before, but I'm going to say you got me. I'm going to say, uh, yes. Halo memes every day. Reddit.com forward slash R forward slash Halo memes. We have Clips of the Week number 85 by High Tech Redneck that should go live on Monday. We have the HTS Halo 5 Pro Series Season 2 EU finals, VODs, and interviews by Europa Halo. We have Halo 2's original ending revealed how Bungie was going to finish the fight. This is by Haruspis over on his blog. Check that out. We have On Max number 20, The Future of Halo Esports featuring Tashi. Uh, shout it out at the beginning of the show as well. Check out the YouTube video. And then finally, yeah. we have the Team Loser podcast mini episode change by shot. Check that out over at anchor.fm. Um, link is uh, as always, including the Google doc of the show notes of the show exclamation point show notes in the chat. And then another bonus one as well. I talked about a little bit earlier. If you have not watched the mole halo series, halo machinima series, go ahead and check that out on YouTube as well. Dust is part of it. Whole team collaborated on it. Go ahead and check that out. It's fucking sick. Will. That's all I got for the community creations and the shout outs. What do we actually, what the fuck am I talking about? Will please plug the show?
1: You can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HTS Pro Talk around Google, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others as well. Leave us a review and let others know about the show. Bucket gas! Join the Discord, join the community discussion. Lots of great things going on over there. Links provided in the Google Doc at the show notes of the show, or if you want it, reach out to us. Glad to give it out. Uh, Xbox Club or Spartan Company, search for HGS Pro Talk on your Xbox. We are on the socials. Come find us at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Again, just search for HGS Pro Talk. We're also on Twitch. If you're watching live, you know that, but if you're listening, you might not. So, every Sunday... At noon central time, we are live on twitch.tv slash hspro.com. Check it out. We do have our own eSportspedia page. We also do have our own website, hsprotalk.com, where you can find a link to our merch. <laughs> which, exciting things going on in the merch world.
0: Yep. Very exciting. Yep. Very, very exciting. Very exciting, Will. Do I, uh... Will, do you want... Do, I, do, Hold, do you, I tease? Yeah. Just, just tease. Just, just tease.
1: Okay, so, you know, um, for those who haven't been paying attention, and you might go back and watch will, the bot and will, see more...
0: Well, back up from the mic a little
1: bit. I'm sorry, I'm getting too loud? So, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting excited! Okay. Uh, I've been wearing one of our new shirts for the whole show. It's uh, it's Champion brand, so I'm pretty excited about that. Good quality. Yep. You got, uh, you know, some Pro Chalk lettering on the sleeve, and you got a little bit of the uh, uh, microphone design there with some coloring, so...
0: Wow! There that, you go. What is that? I wonder what that could be, Will. <laughs> maybe, maybe people should tune in to uh, next week's show.
1: The, if you're uh, interested, yeah.
0: Maybe you should. Maybe is, is it next week or is it the week after?
1: No, we were gonna drop. Uh, we're, we're uh, yeah, next week. Okay.
0: Next week. <laughs> no, Justin, stand no. up. Nope. Nope. You'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> no merch coming soon. Man, can you think about, think about that? Well, we're going to have two merch drops for Maddie has one. Ooh. <laughs> Get fucked, Maddie. I'm just kidding. Ladies and gentlemen, with that, actually, you know what? I have one, I have one thing I'd like to say. Pocket cast, I shout you out on the show every single week. I know you don't listen to this show, but I'm just going to state this. Okay. You have great features. You always implement new features. You know, Justin understands, you know how much I love that application. I have one request and uh, I'll probably, if you guys have a like if you guys have a, uh, a questions board, I'll probably post it there too at some point in time. But it's a very, for a very niche set of people, I have a Sono system in my home and the thing that I would love to do is be able to cast my PocketCast podcast to my Sonos. Sonos products. Now, you can use PocketCast within the Sonos app. But the thing that I love about Spotify is that if I click the cast button, if I tap the, the cast button in Spotify, I can pick my Sonos speakers to cast it to without going through the Sonos app. I would love to be able to do the same thing in, in the PocketCast app. Which is funny because the Pocket Cast app also has a cast option. It's just Sonos products don't appear in there, so I don't know if that's a Sonos issue or a Pocket Cast thing. But I'd love for that to be a thing. There's my there's my soapbox for you. That's I'd really love that feature. Thanks, Pocket Cast. hashtag Not an ad. hashtag Not sponsored. <laughs> hashtag Hey hey Pocket Cast, get the fuck out of us. Thanks. With that, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 158 of HCS Pro Talk. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for listening. We hope everybody has a safe, please, please. Okay, Guys, I'm only going to say this once. Yes, Thanksgiving already happened, but please, if you celebrate the holidays that are coming up, the holidays that are going on. Please be safe. The pandemic is still real. It is still a thing. Please wear your mask. Please social distance. If you're able to do, if you're able to do like a Zoom Christmas or something like that, try to if you can. I understand times are very fucking hard this time of the year. I just don't want more people getting sick for people being stupid. It's all I want. Please be safe. Please have a happy holidays, and we'll catch you next week. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, bye bye